Welcome to Rough Drafts, how God writes his love in our stories, a podcast that explores the faith journeys of our friends and neighbors in Burns, Tennessee. Everyone has a story to tell. And in this podcast, we'll hear powerful and inspiring stories of how God works in the ordinary lives of people like you and me. Our stories are unfinished and perfectly imperfect. They're just rough drafts, a glimpse of what is to come because God is still at work, writing plot twists, introducing new characters, and bringing good even from the most challenging circumstances. Join us as we see what God is up to in our stories. Here's your host, Matthew Hyatt. I'm here with our co-host Monica Gossip for today's episode of the Rough Drafts podcast. And today we have a problem in the introduction that I don't usually have. I am slightly scared that I could be introducing the wrong person today because I have messed her name up already. And I mean, what's what's so unusual about that? Matthew, you mess up names all the time. Well, I have a good reason this time because there's another little human who looks so much like this human that I think I could almost be forgiven. In fact, it's her twin. Today, uh, we have one of two. We got half of the deal. She is uh, a horse-loving, all-American, fishing country girl. Uh, she loves softball, her family, her Lord. I'm really excited to have Emily Dawson with us today. Welcome, Emily. Thanks. You are Emily, right? This is not like... Yeah. Uh, you're not really Grace. You're not doing the Freaky Friday... No. Have you ever done that? Have y'all pretended to be each other? Okay, tell me about yes. that. When have you done it? Uh, when we were in kindergarten, and she acted like she was sick, and I said, "Okay, I'll be you for this day," because I did not want to go to to school. And she, we switched places. We tried to, but my mom figured out that my sister was not sick, and we both had to go back to school. <laughs> That really kind of ruined it. Didn't okay, it? you totally messed that up. You never try to trick the mom. She definitely can tell you apart. Yes. Do you think you would have pulled it off had she not figured it out? Yes. Okay, that's pretty cool. Do you think you'll ever do it again? No. <laughs> Are you sure? Maybe. Okay, that, that, that seems like a, a truer answer to me. So we normally start off somewhere different, but because you have some pretty cool life experiences, tell us what is the best thing about being a twin? Uh, you basically have somebody to tell all your secrets to. So you were born with a best friend. Yeah, basically. That is awesome. What is the worst part of being a twin? Sometimes you'll have to share a room. So it's not pretty fun doing that. <laughs> Does it annoy you so much, like when I mess up your name? No. I I'm so I, used to it. I appreciate how kind and patient you are, though, because I feel like that would bother me. So thanks for being so cool about it. So we're going to start where we always start. Our first question to all of our guests is, do you believe that God is real? Yes, and I believe that he's going to be coming down on a great white horse one day. That's going to be awesome. Why do you believe that God is real? Is there anything in your life that's ever happened that kind of solidified that for you? Well, he basically told me to tell to basically tell my friends to do the right things and not to do the, the wrong things. And they've always looked out for me and I've always looked out for them. And I feel like God is always with me and never leaves my side on a bad time or a good time. I think that's the first time friends has been the evidence. We forget how amazing that is, don't we? Mm -hmm. It's so cool to think about God always being with you, right? 
Mm-hmm. Is there a time in your life that you were like scared or worried or something and God really kind of reminded you that he was there? Yeah. Um, a few years ago, about 20, 2021, uh, I was at my aunt's house and this bad storm hit us and there's some trees falling down in her yard and one hit the gutter so I had to go in the bathroom and it scared me a little bit because I was scared because she has a big oak tree and they're just standing out in the kitchen looking and I'm in the bathroom like thinking please like God be with me I'm just praying and praying then finally they said I me and my sisters could come out of the bathroom and we were fine and then one time was when a tornado hit and I was at uh, a friend's house with my two sisters and my brother was at his friend's house and we had to go to my brother's friend's house and it was only a mile away from us. I can't imagine how terrifying that was. It was pretty scared. And my co- my little cousin never likes to stay far from her mom or anything and she and we took a photo of us in the boys' closet at my brother at my brother's friend's house and she's holding up her two fingers and she's just like laughing. I'm like, what? It's not like we just survived a storm. Yeah, you know. That's pretty cool to to feel like God has your back. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people feel alone and scared a lot in life because there's some tough stuff out there. But if you've got God with you. Also, one thing is like when I'm bare, like when I'm working on my barrels, and I'm l- working on my trick riding, I feel like I'm gonna probably fall off. I'm probably gonna fall off, and no, no, I don't. And I thought. And I thought one day that my horse was gonna um, was gonna go too fast, and I was like, because he's a um, roping horse, a team roping horse, and I thought, oh no, he's gonna go too fast, he's gonna go too fast, and I'm gonna fall off of him. And I've ridden him like so many times, and I thought I'm probably gonna fall off of him and get a concussion or something. I didn't, and I just prayed before I ran the barrels, and we did uh, 18.4 on. On, I did him in our arena, and he was just—I was just so proud of him, and he was so proud of me. And I just feel like me and him have a, such a connection, because every time when I go in the barn, he'll nicker or just stick out his head out the stall, and I know that he trusts me, and I trust him. And so we just basically do whatever we do together. We jump logs and bear race, and it's fun. Y'all are a team. That's <laughs> pretty cool. Do you think you could ride horses in heaven? I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. Do you hope so? Mm-hmm. I really do. I mean, it seems fair. If Jesus rides in on a white horse, don't you uh, at least get a brown one? Basically, yeah. Isn't that how that works? I, I don't. I don't know. What are you looking forward to about heaven? I knew. I know that I can see my great grandfather and my great grandmother again, and I. Uh, I never knew my great grandfather. And then his wife, and then I didn't know my great grandfather, but I did know my mom's grandmother, and she was proud of me for who I am. So I just want to see him and meet my grandfather, my great grandfather, and they're special to me also because I see pictures of them, and I don't know really who they are. So that's really cool. That's what I look forward to also is that the waiting. To see them again kind of stinks, but then I know when I see them again, I never have to say goodbye again. And that's, that's I think that's awesome. Yeah. I know this 
is like something from the Bible. He goes, he says that one day he'll be riding, uh, coming down with all the angels behind him, and they'll be riding on a horse, and he'll be riding on a big white horse. And my grandmother and my sister think, and sometimes I'll think that it's going to be our horse Moses and parent. And God basically made my grandmother name him that for some reason. Yeah. Because, like, she kept on feeling like this something in her head. And it kept on saying, like, name him Moses, name him Moses before he was born. And he was, and everybody loved him. And one, one lady uh, came up to her one day and said, the only reason I came, became your friend is because I love that horse so much. And then she goes, then I got to know you. And now I actually want to be your friend. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's kind of the opposite of how it works for me and most people, right? You know, yeah, I wish it gone the other way. That's so cool. Uh, you talked earlier about having some favorite Bible stories. Uh, the Ark and um, Jonah and Swallowed by Quail. Yeah. Why do you like those stories? Uh, because I think they're interesting. I know that God is always with them in that. But Jonah's mostly my favorite because God told him to do something and he didn't do it. So God made him do some clock, uh, can't say the word right, um, some consequences. Consequences? Yeah, I can't say it right. Oh, that's okay. That, that's a and, and I know that he's he was with him in that whale, and he finally said, okay, you're, you learn your lesson. You're going to keep on praying to me, and you better go to the place that I told you to. And he just made the whale spit him out on the land place that he was supposed to go it just sort of shows how powerful and patient god is doesn't it? yeah god made the whole entire world in seven days and on the seventh day he rested you know a lot of bible you learn that at home do you read it yourself is that from bible read it read it what what parts do you like to read um genesis um 24 through 9 Okay. And then I like to read songs 118 through like 24. Oh, is that the, uh, this is the day? That's the Lord has made. Yeah, that's a good song. Mr. Frank likes to sing that song every chance he gets to, I think. I think that's pretty cool. And when the ark hit, when God said to Noah, build this ark, and it took him, I forget how many years. But I knew he was in his late, his late, late 1600s. And he, he kept on telling him, build this ark, build this ark. And he was listening to him and people kept on making fun of him from building this ark. And he goes, there will be a flood coming one day and you will be regretting this. And he, and when he got finished and the door was open, God said to all the animals, come and go to this place and you will be on this boat for 40 for 40 days and 40 nights and then you will be released off the boat i can't imagine being on a boat that long with all those animals i bet it'll be i bet it'll be stinky and then i think does it have to be i mean if god puts that many animals in a boat i just i would have to think he had a plan to make that not miserable i think he made all the animals take naps Maybe, yeah. 
That one, way they didn't eat so much or poop so much. One of the things I had never thought about is I thought, how did he fit all those animals on that ark? Like it had to be so crowded. And then someone was like, why do we assume they were grown up animals? Why could they not have been babies of each species? And I'm like, the Bible doesn't actually say that, but that's kind of an interesting thought. <laughs> but I know this, that he will return one day and he he will create this world a different way. and We'll all come back and redo the world again. I love that hope. I love that promise. What part of Jonah is the hopeful part of that story for you? What is it about that story that you're able to apply to your own life? Uh, he, well, I know that Jonah was, Jonah was praying and praying. That's what I do. And God was with him throughout those hard times. And he gave him lots of great success throughout that. And he he never lost hope. Jonah did. And when he finally got spit out by the whale, he was he knew that God was with him the whole entire time and didn't leave his side. That's why God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins and he will rise again. And it's just neat that even though Jonah was disobedient and did some wrong stuff. God always forgives. Yeah, God didn't give up on him. I like that he didn't leave in, even though he said no. And he, in your words, had to take the consequences for that disobedience. I love that God was still with him. So Monica has this question. I think it's kind of fun. When you get to heaven and you meet Jesus, you've never seen Jesus before, right? So how are you going to recognize him? Well, he'll, tell, he'll be waiting at the gates of heaven. And he'll he'll be waiting there and says, come on, you can join me in heaven. So he's the one who's inviting you in. Basically. Yeah. What's well, his house? I would think he would be the one who had to let us in. How do you think we get there? Like when I die, what happens between then and there? Like how do you think your I spirit, get there? Your spirit will always follow Claude. Will I go alone? No. No. Who will be with me when I go? God will always be with you, and he will never let you down. And he'll always he'll always know you, and he'll say, come on, you know your way, and you will know the way. Okay. Do you believe in angels? Uh-huh. Tell me what angels look like in your mind. They're, in the Bible, they say that they're bright, and you can barely see them. And that's what I basically believe in, that they're bright and you can barely see them. But once you get past that brightness and God lets you get past that brightness, you can finally get to see them as yourself. It's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. What do you like about church? Well, I love about church is when I get to learn about more about God and I don't have to feel alone in those times because I got my friends and I know I'm in the Lord's house and and he he'll always be with us in his house and when we sing I feel his presence to me basically that's really cool do you have a favorite song we sing or any that you this like this is a lot? the day that the Lord has made hey we've come back to that one Psalm 118 24 mm-hmm. that's pretty cool well, this has been so much fun. 
Uh, is there anything else you'd like to share with us today? Well, Emily, you have done amazing. You're still not Grace, right? You're still Emily. You didn't like sneak out when I, when I turned my head or something. I just wanted to make sure. Emily, thank you so much for being with us. Monica, thanks for your help today. And friends, thanks for listening. And until next time, I can't wait to hear what God's up to in your story. Thanks for listening to Rough Drafts. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, help us spread the word by leaving a rating and review. Until next time, let's keep looking for how God writes His love into our stories.